Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Man, We're Too Old for This, here on the Eternal Network. I'm your host, the experience of some called Jason, and with me today is... The Blurred Don of the Ville, the Todd Father. CDL113, the droid you're looking for. And today we're going to be reviewing Black Adam, uh, DC's most recent movie, and frankly, one of my favorites. One of the didn't suck. This is, you know, like I said, this is going to be a review. This is going to be full of spoilers. You have been warned. First spoiler, it didn't suck. I'm shocked. Oh, come Disney. on. Not all the Disney, not uh, Disney, not all the DC movies have sucked. I, I personally enjoyed both Suicide Squad and I enjoyed suck. Aquaman. That movie suck. Hey. You do. Aquaman rode on the seahorse. And it, you got a. The the best thing I can say about Aquaman, that was the best Namor that they've got on film. True. I thought Aquaman was okay. Yeah. Like, the only reason why I sat through Aquaman is because Black Adam was in it. Not Black Adam, Black Man was in it. It was like, because I like Aquaman's arch enemy, I just don't like Aquaman. But segueing back into the movie we're, we're going to be reviewing, it didn't suck. The hell? It's a shift in the alignment. DC. You know, the Marvel movies start getting weaker. It stands to reason that in a balanced universe, the DC ones will start getting better. That's true. Maybe it's maybe they're kind of like Sith. You can't have, <laughs> you can't have more, dude. I mean, I say that. You've got Shazam 2 coming out, which may realign things back what it used to be. That's true. That's true. Because that trailer looked like crap. But anyway, back to Black Adam. Uh... Yeah, The Rock managed to pull off a better Shazam movie than they did with Shazam. Yeah. I, I was telling Jennifer after I got home that night, and telling her about the movie, and I said, one of the things I liked about The Rock's portrayal is he never broke character and went, like, witty. He always stayed that steady, you know, anti-hero kind of vibe through the whole movie. He never tried to pretend he was something he wasn't. He was just a guy that was given powers in a situation. He used them like you would have. In, like, yeah, even 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 the supposed the uh, what would you call him? The purified black Adam at the end. Yeah, you still got every impression that he'd murder you at the drop of a dime. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that was one thing I, I told Jennifer about. I said, you know, when he first shows up, the cape they got him in is in tatters. His suit, you know, the, the lightning bolt is all tarnished, and his gloves and his boots and his belt are all just, you know, black and sooty and everything. And then when, when he, you know, quote, unquote, has that hero redeeming moment in the end, it's all changed to gold and stuff like that and shiny. But he still this and murders as it was. Oh, but even then, you know, when Waller threatens him, he's looking at her like, yeah, that ain't going to stop me. And even when Superman shows up, he, he finally does that little rock eyebrow raise. Like, is this supposed to intimidate me? And like, yes. Yeah. Well, slap the hell out of you. Yep. Not sure it, that bit at the end with Cal, I'm not sure Cal was there to intimidate him. No, no, no. Or he was, or he was there as a counter to Waller. Yeah. I, I figure you'll end up seeing the two of them team up in whatever the next Justice League movie is. But, uh, or, he'll, or, or Adam will end up the villain in Man of Steel, too. Yeah, that's a good possibility. Because that's, 
Because which would be true to the character, because Adam tries to do good, but he always ends up veering too far. Yeah, and the trick is with the behind the scenes stuff between Rock and Cavill. Yeah, they want to fight each other on screen. So at some point, you you may have a Godzilla versus Kong where they end up fighting something else later. They can fight each other on screen because that's that's what they've been pushing for for past you know. 15 years to get Adam out, and God knows when they'll get Man of Steel 2 going, but they will fight each other. Yeah, I, I was seeing an interview with The Rock where he was talking about they have the same uh, uh, body, oh. same bodybuilding coach, you know, work, work at the gym. And he's just, yeah, his ex-wife. So, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's going to happen. You just don't know how long it's going to take for Hollywood to get it out. Yeah, that's, and, and all the all the uh, folks is going, ooh, it's Kevin, it's Kevin, it's Kevin, it's Superman, I'm so excited. They were mad as hell when they fight Adam, because rock, because Adam's going to beat his ass. Yep. Magic. It's magic. And you you can complain all you want to. Go look at the books. Superman does not do well against Black Adam, because Black Adam is magical, and Superman has a magical vote. He has two vulnerabilities, kryptonite magic. Yeah. And he's fighting something empowered by seven different gods. He will slap the living hell out of Superman. Yep. Superman fighting Black Adam usually requires Billy Batson's Shazam to come help. Yeah. Or Dr. Fate. Or somebody that does magic. Yeah, because even, even in this movie, you realize that if, if it ain't in some ways magical, it don't hurt Adam at all. None of the physical crap hurt him at all. Yeah, it wasn't until they, they hit, when they hit him with that uh, missile that, or rocket that had that uh, magic rock. Magic rock. Yeah, that, that, you know, cut him up. Cut him. But it knocked it, it, it did knock him out. And hell, that was, that whole damn thing was a MacGuffin just to get him in the house with the kid. Yeah. One of the, another thing I liked about it was how he, his feet rarely touched the ground. Yep. You know, when he woke up in the, in their apartment, and he's set up, and he starts walking. Yeah, he just walks through the wall into the couch and pushes the couch across the, the, the thing. But when he lifts up off the ground, yeah, he... He doesn't do a lot of... He, he doesn't let his feet touch the ground, and that's one of the things in, like, when they show his redemption, is if you notice, he does walk a little bit. And then by the end of it, even hell, he's, after he starts floating again, yeah. It's it's that a lot of people go, well, yeah, that's just Dwayne Johnson playing Dwayne Johnson. Adam is arrogant. That was one reason when they said, hey, The Rock's playing Black Adam. I was like, yeah, that should fit. Yeah. <laughs> the next phrase in wrestling was, can you smell what The Rock is cooking? Uh, the one <laughs> shut your mouth and know your role. Yeah. That's, that's the, difference, rock. the difference between Black Adam and, and Johnson's Rock character, though, is well, they both got the arrogance thing going on, but then The Rock is all you know, witty and s- smart ass, and you know, and Adam's just kind of blunt. Yeah, yeah. Adam, Adam literally gave you the impression, and, and I think it was, it's just like you know, uh, I went to go see it again with another group of buddies the next day, and our friend Travis had the same complaint that Jason had when we were watching the Shazam trailer. He was sitting there going, he's got the wisdom of Solomon. Why have they got him so damn goofy? 
He's yeah. got the wisdom of Solomon. Why is he? Why is he doing shit like he's like he's barely competent? What in the hell? Where if you notice, Rock's Adam was empowered by gods, and he acted like he was empowered by God. Yeah. It was. It was. It was literally that kind of thing of like you know there was a time in my life where I where I was powerless and I caught hell and that I got power. I'm a fucking problem. <laughs> Surrender, bite me. Kneel before I kneel before nobody. <laughs> you can't leave here. There's nothing on earth that can stop me. <laughs> I do what the hell I want to do when I want to do it. Yeah, when, when Waller tells him that that country is now his prison, the look on his face before he destroys that, that drunk is like, please, slap the taste out your damn mouth. Waller scares a lot of people. Black Adam is no, not one of them. Because it's like, yeah, unless I say the magic word, ain't hey, nothing hey, crap you can do to me. Ain't a damn thing you can do about it. I ain't allergic to kryptonite. I ain't allergic to magic. And I don't really give a damn. And then Deadshot shoots him in the head with an Eternium bullet or something. Which would probably be about what it would take. Yeah. Yeah, that was... But he would hear it coming. Well, and... but no, and that was, that No, was Danny. Hard. No, Danny. That's not how sound works. Sound isn't going to get to his ears faster. Because he's got good hearing. Yeah. But the trick is that even the Eternium thing was was them giving him a MacGuffin for Kryptonite because yeah, the company yeah, this is true. ain't got shit. It's, yeah. That kind of goes back to when they were first going that the sequel to Suicide Squad was going to be, you know, I think they were going to bring in Black Adam. It was like, well, what? <laughs> Harley Quinn's going to hit him with a bat. You don't like Harley much, do you? Yeah, because that because this is this is Superman. Don't give a fuck. Ain't no damn kryptonite. You got a problem. Well, that was like that initial scene when he first wakes up and he's fighting the uh, inner gang guys. That was really giving me Man of Steel vibes when he had the Kryptonians plowing through people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you were I seeing like his that. you were seeing his speed from their perspective. Yeah, yeah. That that was one thing I told Jennifer. I said. They showed you him moving at what his super speed is from his perspective, and they also showed you his super speed from everybody else's perspective. To him, the world was in slow motion. To everybody else, he was, he was teleporting. Yeah, he was teleporting. And uh, I said, you know, when they're sitting there unloading on him at one point, he's seeing the bullets whizzing by, and he just reaches out and takes one, and he's looking at it like, well, what's this, you know? And it's, he's not concerned about all the other bullets hitting him. He's just kind of like, well, what are they, what are they, what is it? He thought they were magic, because yeah. of his first line is, your magic is weak. Yeah. <laughs> I said, it's not until he's outside, and the dude on the uh, Mod Deuce is sitting there, and shooting 50 caliber rounds, and one hits him in the chin, and it actually makes his chin kind of flinch a little bit, and he's like, oh, die. It's because I'm like, I mean, it didn't break his skin. I don't even think it hurt him, but it was like, hey, wait. That got his attention. Yeah. It, that, that was the whole point. That one got his attention. He went, oh, you have a problem living. Did, did he hit him with a lightning bolt or catch a missile and throw it in? I can't remember. That was the one that he caught one of the missiles and sent it at him. Because, you know, basically that scene when he's outside, it was them ripping off the uh, scenes from... Uh, uh, Days of Future Past and uh, uh, shit, a the apocalypse one with Quicksilver. Oh yeah, 
Did you notice you had the the kind of seventies music playing, and you were seeing what he was what he was doing, and then at the end of it, it goes real time, and like he had hit one guy with a missile, he had put one he put a grenade in one dude's mouth, he had dropped a missile inside the tank portal of one of those tanks as he was floating by. Yeah. So when it went to real time, was got to see, and that guy goes, "Oh shit!" and explodes. Yeah. Now one thing I didn't like. And this is a problem I had with the last Shazam movie, too. Uh, and they, they're probably doing it in the comics now. I've been out of the comics for a bit. Is all the shooting lightning. That is not something Shazam and Black Adam did back in the day. No, no. The lightning was just how the, the wizard got their power to them, basically. It was the delivery system. Yeah, that's, no. that's been something that both of them have been doing since, I want to say, New 52. Okay. I figured, I figured it, it probably popped in somewhere like that. Yeah. Yeah, they gave them a they gave them a distance weapon. You know, ever since somebody in like the late nineties or early two thousands had the idea of well, what if they grabbed somebody and said Shazam, you know? So you'd have yeah. them use the lightning bolt as a weapon a couple times like that, and then screw it, they're just they're just shooting lightning like storm. Okay, yeah, pretty much. I think their argument was Superman's got his heat vision, so why so not? let's make these knock off Superman more like Superman. Not a good idea. Pretty much. pretty much. I mean, like I said, it's what the current books do. I'm not criticizing the movie for that. It's just a move with the characters that I don't care for. Yeah, I, that, it took me a while to get used to it, but that's the trick. I've seen it. I've seen those characters do that shit so much now. Man, don't really register no more. So, uh, other than The Rock, what did you think about uh, uh, Hodge's portrayal of uh, Carter Hall? That is my favorite version of Hawkman I have ever laid eyes on. I wish I wish Marvel had tapped him for Black Panther, especially after Chadwick passed. He was all he was always my fan cast for Black Panther because I'm a fan of the TV show Leverage. So I'd seen, you know, I'd seen Hardison, which was a character he played, you know, for years by that point when they first started talking about they were gonna do Black Panther, I was like, man, they really need to holler at him because Aldous in real life uh does parkour. Uh, he's he's also martial uh, artist, ain't he? Parkour. The 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 running and jumping. Yeah, he does that. Uh, he's uh he's the president of a watch of the Watchmakers of America, something like that. Dude is dude is literally. He wouldn't have to play a genius because he is one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, you know, I, I sat there, that, that especially that first movie, I'm like, God damn, why in the hell didn't make it, you know, especially after Chadwick passed, he was like, well, who, that, that's your damn Black Panther, he's literally playing fucking Black Panther, he's rich as hell, he's regal enough, he's the boss of that team, he's running around with a special alien medal, you know, shit fire. You let that just go right over your damn head. Yeah. And I'm with Jason. That's the only version of Hawkman that hell I've ever seen that I gave a rat's ass about. Truthfully, I think they did about the best wing character they've ever done live action with him. Yeah, truthfully. And I don't know if that's because the wings are, are metallic and they just have trouble doing, you know, organic looking ones. Uh, or, or what it is. Uh, love Dr. Fate. Yeah, Brosnan knocked it out of the park as Fate. But uh, one of the things I liked about Hawkman, it's, it's weird that Hawkman was their choice of character to go with this because he can be kind of rough in the books. But, but I like the contrast between Adam's kill anybody that annoys me. You know, as long as they're 
somewhat bad. Uh, and Hawkman's more typical code, ver- you know, hero cool code against killing. And I think that's the thing that I, the reason why out of the so-called, I guess this is still technically Snyderverse, is you finally had a fucking four-color hero in it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you sit there and go, yeah, that, that was refreshing in that world, because, you know, up to this point, Superman's a murder, Batman's a murder, hell, Wonder Woman's a mass murder. And you kind of went, good God, nobody in this damn thing's a hero. It was refreshing to see a character come up and go, oh, I'm a hero, and I don't care what they did. I'll, I'll take them in, but I'm not murdering these damn people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not a superpower killer. I'm a superhero. There's a difference. Yeah, I liked how uh, Fate, how they did his powers, you know, like him touching the helmet and having the dreams. You know, they, they literally pulled that straight out of the book, you know, his premonitions and the only thing that I did not like about Fate, and it was a visual effects problem. You never saw him throw an onk. That was because the like the, he did have some onks, but the the where you had the quote unquote desert lighting and then the, everything he did was like in yellow. You couldn't see it very well because there were a few scenes where, like, I think I think I saw because I think I saw one scene where I actually saw he did something. You could see the arm shape in it. Yeah, but other than considering that, that's, that's, washed that's, it that's, out. Yeah, that's fate's teleportation. That's fate's blast. That's fate. Fate throws a shit ton of arms. Yeah, I, I think that was just an issue of they didn't have enough dark background with. You could see what he was casting. Everything was so gold and bright that the quote-unquote daytime light washed it out when, by the time they put it on screen. And I didn't like the fact there was no mention of Naboo. I was waiting for a mention of Naboo the whole time. Yep. Even to the point, you know, where he basically calls himself a servant of the Lords of Aura. I was sitting there going, at some point, it would be nice if somebody mentioned Naboo. I thought once he died and, Haw- and Hawkman had the helmet, um, and you see the eyes on the thing glow, and I was like, hey, they're going to finally mention that that's Naboo. Something. They never mentioned Hawkman reincarnating. No. Because that would have been... I know I've, I've read somewhere behind the scenes that they were saying the reason why they didn't do that is they didn't want to they didn't want to bog the story down too much. Mm-hmm. But it would have explained the reason why he wasn't that afraid of dying. And I know it, that's true. And uh, now I do know before New 52, though, the way their origins ran, yeah, Naboo, Hawkman's first incarnation, and Teth Adam were all in the same time period. They all knew each other. Yeah. They were all involved in that court. And it was an Egyptian court. Black Adam was from uh, Kondark. But most of his adventuring, you know, he had gone off to Egypt. See, that would have been cool as shit. On the other hand, I kind of like the way they did his origin in this. Because it, it was a little unexpected. It was a small twist, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> and it it fits because his son is like when his son had the power, his son was more of a Billy Batson style hero. Yeah. Yeah. And it gave him the excuse that I have, I have seen where they had done, it may have been in New 52, where they did pictures of Teth Adam back before he booked, before his corruption. And they had the sun in that suit. Yeah, that was one thing I, I was going to mention. I like that that uh, ancient suit. The ancient theme suit. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's like the minute he got it, and then his son gets killed, 
it's like when the black eases, it's like that corruption, that anger, that hatred is what totes him now. And in my mind's eye, it's what I saw. And I thought that was pretty cool. But <laughs> the throwback scene when he walks into that, uh, was it, what was the name of the king that wanted that crown? Oh, I forget his name. But when he walks into that uh, thing and it's like, he's just like throwing light and left and right, popping heads and, you know, <laughs> When he cooks that one dude, is like, y'all shouldn't have pissed him off. He was, you know, that was, that, that was a rage of a father that hell, you literally murdered his son in front of his eyes. Yeah, that, that, that. Yeah, that, that would do it. I, I did like that line of, that him. You must have had a strong neck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, damn. He was talking about murdering people like he was like, eh, we made a sandwich. <laughs> Killed 12 guys. Eh. It was a Tuesday. Yeah, he, he must have had a strong neck. Oh, speaking of the, you know, he must have had a strong neck. Adam Smasher. Was it just me or was this dude like as clumsy as all get out? Yeah. Only in, only in the first couple of fights. Yeah, and he was new. That was the whole point. That's the reason why you had Fonzie on his, his uncle. Basically going, hey, you do this and whatever you do, listen to Carver and don't mess up my suit is vengeance. Yeah. That was his that was literally his first time out. So that was the reason why he seemed so green is because yeah, he was there kind of like, you know, because even when he popped Hawkman, he was like, oh sorry, no peripheral visiting this mask. It's something I gotta get it. I got I gotta get I'll get it fixed. Yeah, yeah. I just like Hawkman, him you and me, we're gonna talk. <laughs> we get back on the ship. Yeah. yeah, he says that a couple of times. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, but you know, by the but he's got it. But even he's not incompetent by the end. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. By the end, he's starting to get the hang of doing the right thing, and you know, man, you know, I guess going toe to toe with you know, mega Satan will do that. Yeah, yeah. That that was a character that when they when he popped up, like he was so good. Sub, sabak, sabak. Yeah, when when he stepped off. Like, yeah, he oh looked God. like he looked like he walked right off the page because that was that was that was exactly the way that character. I'd never heard a character before. I used to read the Outsiders, and you had a you had a storyline where a guy was trying to steal their, those powers from the original guy because the original guy, the way they stopped him is they cut his vocal cords. He had a slit on his throat where they were like, "Hell, you ain't one way to stop you, player." <laughs> he slid his he slid his vocal cords where he couldn't speak. Yeah, I've seen him and like you said, the Outsiders and was it the Teen Titans he was in? He was in some other book that I've seen him in. And I was like, okay, he's rough. Yeah, I've literally only seen him. The, I've literally only seen that character in that one storyline. I used to have. I used to have the trade of it. Wow, this thing. Yeah, I think I think I had the book that he originally popped up in, and I can't remember which book it was. But you know, it's but uh, his is Seven Hell Lords. Did you notice the uh, the ancient Condot version of the one still had the pentagram carved in his chest? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Well, you know, it's straight out of the book. Yeah, but uh, it was just I was used I was used to seeing him in that devil form where it's like it's on fire, as opposed to somebody that was scarred where he. Where you could tell he literally just had that cut into his chest. Ooh, somebody's sick little monkey. Yeah. <laughs> but, 
one thing I liked, and while the end of the movie is still basically hero versus evil version of himself, that neither DC or Marvel ever seem to get tired of in these movies. At least that wasn't the entire movie. You know, most of the movie was him versus the Justice Society. Yep. Yeah. And while Hawkman may have had a code versus killing, he did not have a code against getting up in that ass. No. You got every impression he'd rough you up as much as he needed to. Not any more than he needed to. Just enough to be able to take you in. I thought you you said you weren't going to hurt those men. That was sarcasm. No, that was technically just a lie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) One thing I liked about Hawkman was how Oh, it, it changed from mace to an axe. You know the end metal was neat. Yeah, the way they handled that, and when he caught the lightning with it. Yeah. Well, the, and the end metal is is, uh, you know, the only reason he could hang with Adam at all, or Sabat yeah. later. Yeah, because it end metal is weird when it comes to magic. Yeah, and it's like even when Sabat has him by the head, you know, he can't crush that helmet. No. Though he is trying to rip his wings off there toward the end of that fight. Well, that's like when they tear off the front of the jet. It tore it. It tore the front of the jet off, but only where it would already detach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought they were pretty consistent with with how rough Inf Metal was. But yeah, I I enjoyed it. You know the shape because I wondered. I was like, what are they gonna do to make it you know different than vibranium or something like that? The fact that it morphed was neat as shit. Yeah. And did the head of his mace spin? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, he he could spin it. It would spin, and cause like when he caught Adam's lightning that time, yeah, it was spinning when it hit, and you saw it spinning the charge, and then you threw it back at him. It was about the only time he hit Adam with something that Adam was kind of like you bastard. Yeah, because it actually moved him back a pace or two. But yeah, I like the fact that hell they would they would fight at the drop of a dime. I, I like it's, it's like they had a person they had you know they had kind of these superhero vigilante you know yeah. work issues so to so to speak and then like there might have been some personal dislike there as well yeah you got the impression that their their moral thing didn't didn't mesh and you know as a result and the truth and the truth is both of them are kind of hard ass and kind of arrogant so they wouldn't necessarily like each other. Yeah, that's two alpha dogs yeah. gonna get into a fight. Now, when, you know, Mega Satan shows up, he's the first thing I ask about. Yeah, I usually tell you not to kill and kick this son of a bitch's ass. It's just fucking easy to go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did like Brosnan's uh, fate, how he was kind of like the grandfatherly kind of, you know, like, I'm just gonna sit here and watch the kids wrestle, you know. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, hey, I'm sitting this round. It just—it's like I've seen all this. I've seen how it plays out. I'm not worried. Uh, You know, at the beginning when the Justice Society is rolling down, I'm sitting there thinking, "Man, four members is kind of slim for the society." But you don't want to bog the movie down with too many folk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And and the two younger members didn't do a whole lot. And it grew, it's, it, it, but it fit with the story because Adam was damn rough. You really, they were truthfully too green to be on that damn mission. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is true. Yeah, that ain't, you know, I'm going to send these two guys up against a god. Yeah, that probably wasn't the best. Yeah, the, uh, uh, I would be terrible. I would be interested in a Justice Society flick, though. 
Because yes, I, I love to see like Mr. Terrific and Sand and some of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would be pretty cool. Ooh, we could have the new Dr. Fate with the knives. Uh, the 90s fate. He yeah. was not Doctor. He was not Doctor Fate. He was just fate. Uh, yeah. The question is, who's gonna get the helmet now? And well, he, uh, probably Pierce Brosnan because people like him. And Dwayne Johnson's pretty much already said, you know, he's already said Doctor Fate's gonna be back. So, and one one thing I do want to say on this is is I like the fact that. Dwayne and DC through Dwayne are basically for the first time since you've had both comic companies with thing doing the opposite of Marvel. Because Marvel is on a kick right now going, screw our fandom and we don't we don't like you. We don't respect you. The hell with you. There's something wrong with you. Buy our shit. Where Rock is literally the complete opposite people's champion type where he's like, hey, this is, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of this stuff. I'm making this stuff for people like me. You know? Yeah. And and as a consumer, that's who you want to support. You want to encourage that because this movie, as far as reviews and stuff like that, I've got for that. I read a review where the dude was literally pissed off that, that they let fans see it before the critics. It was like, you know, it was so he would get good word, good word of mouth for this crap. Oh, how horrible. He went and let the paying customers, he went and let customers see it before he let your elitist ass sit there and watch the shit for free. Yeah. Yep. You know, he, the movie's catching hell because it's, well, it's not political enough. I don't go to a goddamn comic book movie. That was exactly what I go to a comic book movie for. To see people fight and it's a, it's a morality tale. One of the things I saw this person, they had read a review and they got pissed off about the elitist, you know, like Todd said, elitist reviewer attitude. And their counter to it was Johnson took a movie about a, a Middle Eastern character and had people of color, people of different nationalities that fit. You know, you had a like uh the one that played uh, Tomaz, uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah uh, Shahani, I think is how you say her name. She was on Persons of Interest TV show that I used to watch. She has an ethnic background that fits that area that the movie's supposed to be set in. You know that that uh, imaginary world of conduct. You know you you've got people of what was nice was you had it was a sandbox. You yes. had a bunch of different people there, and nobody particularly sucked. He actually took a movie that was about a goddamn Gary Stu. Black Adam was unstoppable power rise and stuff like that. But he gave him problems that his powers couldn't fix. Yeah. Yeah. You got the powers of God, but you can't bring your son back. And then you start to realize why he was there floating in front of that statue. And if, when you originally see it, you think, oh, it's him. It's his ego. No, it's him missing his kid. It's something his fucking powers don't fix. Yep. That's something Disney ain't caught on yet. This Captain yeah. goddamn Mary Sue that's perfect. Captain Marvel was perfect. Completely perfect. She had no, there was no growth, there was no change, there was no nothing because she was perfect when you met her. And the only problem that she had was nobody would realize just how perfect she was. That's dumb. Yeah. You don't feel for that person. You can feel for Tess Adam because he had, he had problems that his powers did not fix. 
And even if you're terribly opposed to like the murdering Snyder style hero, it made sense with Adam. You can still sympathize with him. Yeah, when 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 he wakes up and those soldiers attack him, to him that's just another extension of those soldiers that he, you know, dealt with in his day. You know, like I've been in, imprisoned by the wizards for, you know, however long. Or as far as you know, they were wizards, because like I said, he thought the guns were magic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's for Black Adam to be murderous like that made sense to where Superman being murderous like that is a fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Black Adam is supposed to be murderous because hell, he's a villain. If you go make him an anti-hero, he can still be villainous. Yeah, that won't work with. That was what they could never get across. That don't work with Superman and Batman. Superman, Superman and Batman's relationship was basically Hawkman and Black Adams. They just flipped the power level. Superman is supposed to be the Boy Scout because he was raised in, you know, middle America, you know, apple pie, mom, USA, you know, that kind of thing. Batman lost his parents at a young age and, and didn't get there. downward dark spiral. And, you know, but he didn't kill. He'd break your arms. He'd break your legs. He'd leave you in a pile of your own blood, but he wouldn't kill you. He'd let Gotham cart you off to prison or to Arkham. Mm. And they couldn't get that. Well, it's probably about time to wrap up, and we're starting to veer away from Black Adam in general. So, final thoughts. Great movie. Go see it. Support it. Yep. If I'm if I get bored any on my off days this weekend, I will probably check that out again. Yeah, I plan on I plan on seeing it at least one more time. Yeah, I've seen it twice. I I enjoyed it as much the second time I saw it as I did the first. Well, all right then. Uh... If any of you out there have seen the movie, tell us what you think of it. If you agree with us, disagree with us, whatever. You can leave a comment below, or you can reach us at thenerdeternal at gmail.com. We'll be happy to hear from you. So until next week, I've been your host, the experience of some called Jason, and with me has been... Blurred Don of the Ville, the Todd Father. CDL113, the droid you're looking for. We'll see y'all next time. Yeah, tell them the main black safety. <laughs>